Hello everyone, welcome to the Self Love Society Podcast. This is a show for people who are on the journey of self-discovery and wellness with a dash of foolishness sprinkled on top. This is a safe place to learn, laugh, and discover your own individual path. Well, hey guys, welcome back to another Self-Care Sunday. This is Inkiru, the Love Guru. And this is Tony Gillen, Licensed Professional Counselor. We are so glad to have you guys back again for another wonderful week. We are so happy to be able to come together and talk about wonderful things like we do each and every week. Every week, right? Each and every week. Last week was really fun. Yes, it was. You know. um, I was triggered, though. You were triggered? I was. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we all all get triggered in our own certain way. For real. But we're not going to go back over those things. You can go back to episode four. Please don't trigger me again. So. <laughs> but yeah, so let's check in with each other. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing, you know, I'm just, mm. I'm, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I think it's funny when people start talking like that. Like, <laughs> I just kind of. I you just know, find it funny that you know, <laughs> but no, like I, it's weird. I have like a weird cycle of my body. Like when it gets to this time of the year, I just kind of go into like a reflection mode. Mm. Like once it gets to like halfway through November to the end of the year, I, my I just flip into a different kind of like chill reflection type mode i don't i don't know it's not i'm not too excitatory but at the same time i'm more thinking a lot okay these days so you know i'm okay but it's like eh, you know Hmm. you say you go into the self-reflection mode yes i do you're just reflecting over the over the yes so i'm a big person for that like um i do it two times a year of course i do it with everyone at the end of the year but i also do it at the end of my year as a person so the day before my birthday okay so um i do it twice a year and fortunately enough my birthday is almost six months apart from the end of the year so Uh my birthday was five months ago so it's almost like half and half it's like a half of the year check-in you know where i kind yeah. of just do a, a deep reflection and um kind of like a compass check like just checking a map uh-huh. see if i'm still going where i want to go you know uh-huh. see if you know i lost too many life points with that last <laughs> triggering you know <laughs> you know and so i'm just kind of i don't know like i i'm not i'm not I'm not, you know, I'm come see, come sigh. You let, me know. Ask, let me ask you so, this. So, if you could, if you could summarize how you've reflected over this last year in one word, what would you say? What do you mean by how like I? If re- you could just put one word to, like in, in in while you've been self-reflecting over the last year, what's one word that comes to mind for you? One word. Um, that comes to mind for uh-huh. me is um hmm that's a good question so it's a therapy I, don't, I hate to be therapizing you right now <laughs> uh, I, okay I, I would say one word that comes to mind for me um when i think about 2020 
2020. And in Kiru, I would like to say that that one word would probably have to be, um, I it's one. I can only have one word. One word. That's it. That's all you get. That's so mean. <laughs> it's one word. It's really hard for me. I'm. Y'all know I'm long winded. Y'all love me though. You can explain but, that, but it's, it's, it starts off with one word. Why does it gotta? professionals and their rules <laughs> <laughs> um one word one word one word i hate that i don't want to use this word but i have no other word that i can okay. use what is that word? the word would would probably be i've been back in back and forth um in my head over change or growth okay. i'm gonna say growth hmm. um because um i i'm a little different when i met with adversity I look at it as an opportunity to grow. And this year has been nothing but adversity for me and like many, you know what I mean? And I feel that um, even though I was presented with a lot of challenges and I may not have completed all of them properly or whatnot, but each one of them helped me grow in one way or another. Okay. So I would say gross. I guess that's what I'm going to pick. Good, like you that. nope, you gotta go. This is not my check in. Mm-hmm. You're the one was talking about I wanna, reflection, but I, I ain't reflecting nothing. But I want to know what your one word is. That wasn't that was mean. Uh, one word that's so you know, hard. I like, when they, I like when people ask me questions, so I will gladly answer this. Um, hmm. if I had to ref, in reflecting over the last year, what would my word for this year be? Huh. You know what? I think my one word would be redefine. Redefine is good too. Be redefine because I think that over, I think that up to this point in my life, I was, I lived life in one way Mm -hmm. and I had one way of looking at things and I had one, I was on one path, like in terms of my life and goals. One perspective. Not even one perspective, but just like I had, I had, I had, yeah, I had my own vision. Yeah. And this year, everything just kind of shifted. Like everything, it's like a the season finale of Tony's this year life. was this year was Liddy. Like, this year was like, listen, comfort zone. What's that? Blow yeah. that mug up. And I was here for it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like this was uh, shaking out, shaking a lot of people out of their comfort yeah. zone. But like twenty twenty, like I said, the, the beginning of the year was kind of a beginning of who I am now. And so I would say that, you know, in terms of what I'm doing in my life, what I'm doing in my personal life, my career life, um, as a father, you know, doing going through this year has been a redefining moment in my life because now I have a new path, a new set of goals, mm-hmm. you know, a new mindset to a certain yeah. degree. And so I would say that would be my word. You remember the beginning of this year? This year started off trash. Do you remember? Yes. Somebody passed away in January? No, I'm talking about like the first day of January. Do you remember? What happened the first day? Australia was on fire day one. And like day two, they were like, oh, we're going to war. Like it like it started off lit. Like twenty twenty. That's a long time ago. Twenty it seems like four years ago. It was something big that happened in January. And then it was was so many things in February. Kobe died at the end of January. That's what it was. But at the beginning of January, there was a thousand things that happened. Yeah. Like, it was just like every day was something. Yeah. 
And then COVID initially started in January, but it didn't come here until February. Okay. Yep. February happened with COVID. Yeah. And then March, that's when everything kind of went crazy. That's when the shutdown started. That's when the shutdown started. Remember there were UFOs? Do you remember that? That was such a small, like, day. That was a filler episode. (laughs) You know what else was a filler episode of 2020? The Killer Bees. Do you remember that? What happened to those? We should be worried. That was one of those memes that was like, what's next? (laughs) On the next episode of 2020. So random. Wasn't it like a... This is Jumanji year, for real. It was something else that came out. I forgot. There's so much happening. So much I was like, I can't keep up with this. They're like, you know what? Everything that you ever wrote for every episode of Earth, we're doing it this year. Yeah. We're going to do it all. This this year will be in the history books. <laughs> it's got to be. Like, they I have to teach this. They have to teach this as a separate elective class in history. Like, Daddy, do you remember 2020? Were you alive in 2020? Yeah, I remember 2020, son. That was a weird year. This is like, for real, this is like Great Depression famous type year. When you think back on Great Depression, nobody, nobody was like, oh yeah, people are going to remember Great Depression. Nobody knew that. Mm -hmm. You know, at the time they were just trying to survive. (laughs) This is literally like Great Depression level of survival. Y'all, shout out to y'all out here surviving 2020. Y'all out here, some some beast out here in these streets. Some, some so, of y'all living recklessly, though. Yeah, know. but, you know, we got Back our mentality intact. So Put some the mask pe- on. I, listen. Wear your mask, people. Please do. It's funny because I was thinking, I, I don't even think about putting my mask on anymore. I, I naturally just put it on as I'm going anywhere. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at the mask. I'm laughing at this meme I saw earlier with... The ridiculousness of the elaborations on these masks, and it made oh. me it made me think of that. So that's what I'm laughing at. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this this yeah, this has been a year. Just wear a mask. Just wear your mask. It don't need no feathers. You know, maintain six feet distance if you can. You know, just just be safe out here, guys. You know. What so, about you? Oh, How you doing? You didn't oh, answer. Did I, I didn't answer. Nope. We were still mm. talking about me. Um, what, how, Tony, how are you doing right now? That's right. How are um, you doing? You know what? I am, I'm just processing. It's very reflection time, isn't I'm it? I'm just processing, you know, where I'm at right now, you know, and how I feel. Yeah. And. It's so fitting. What's next? I don't know. Just, I'm kind of just in a. If I had to put a picture to it, I'm just floating in a void. I'm just floating. Yeah. But I'm not in any danger. I'm not going too fast. I'm not going too slow. I'm just I'm just floating right now. I'm just taking things as they come. It's natural. It's like it's like um It's like um what's a good word for it? Um it's like naturally a good reflective period. I don't know. Like it's something about maybe it's the maybe it's the safeness of this time of the year or the familiarity of this time of the year that makes you feel like this is a good time for me to let my guards down and mm-hmm. just I don't know, this process. Time of year is actually very happy for me because I yeah. love I love the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this time of the year always brings about happy memories and uh, joy. I you know I love holiday music. It's, this is my favorite time of the year. So so it's a lot of happiness that comes with it. But in That's terms of good. like where I'm at now, it's just kind of like, uh, 
I think also with COVID happening, it's kind of changed a lot of stuff. You know, there's no like at the at the beginning of the of the month. You know, we we might have been talking about, hey, how are we going to celebrate together? Right. But nobody's having get-togethers. Right. You know, so it's just like, okay, who cooking? I just sent me a plate out. I I, I reached out to my cousin the other day. I was like, hey, I know you cooking. I like your mac and cheese, man. Just put some out on the, on the stove and on on the steps. You know, I'll just drive out and get man, it. Man, you know, listen. That's just how we we living right now. It's so, a whole new world. It's a whole new world this year. So hopefully next year, you know, twenty twenty one will be somewhat back to norm. But you know, I'm not gonna hold my breath. I'm I'm just hoping I can get a good birthday. When's your, when's July. Because I don't trust I don't trust nothing <laughs> so before far away. No, I don't trust nothing before July. Like I just don't. The first of all, nothing is solidified with this presidency and just knowing like politics and everything and how weird things can really get. Like it can get as so bad as the House and the Senate picking the president of the United States of America. And if that happens, it can be just as terrible as Joe Biden being the president and Donald Trump being the vice president. That's how crazy this has the potential of becoming. Oh, you're saying that you don't, you, you don't even have any expectations. You're you expecting anything to happen. I'm expecting anything. I can't, I can't, I can't. Listen, I can't let my guards down just yet. <laughs> 2020, 2020 has been. 2020 has taught you to keep your hands up. 2020 has taught me, keep listen, listen, I'm shaking up everything. Thing. Mm-hmm. Don't get too comfortable, cause I'm gonna shake that up too. <laughs> but I'm here for it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not afraid of of the challenge. So okay. I'm for you. Did you happen to see the the Young Jeezy and Gucci Man version? You battle? you bet your bottom dollar oh, I saw man. it. What you think? About Let it? me tell you something. I'm so proud of Jeezy in particular. Why? Because I really like. I really like the fact of first of all the the fortitude that it takes to be disrespected on such a high level and still stand there and maintain your integrity is um, great, in my opinion. You know what? My thing with that is... Here we go. I get... Like, I understand that, you know. I understand, I understand that, what that, it's supposed to be. I understand that Jeezy was like, you know, hey, this is a platform for us to really squash things and to show the, the younger generation another way of dealing with conflict. But also, I feel like he also doesn't have the right to dictate that because he allegedly tried to kill this man. Like, if somebody tried to take me out. Why did you agree? How are you going to sit here and try to tell me? I'm trying to, you know. Because you agreed to come and sit down with me. You reached out. Okay, if listen, somebody, if somebody if, tried to kill you, okay, right? somebody, I'm putting to you like this. I'm putting to you like this, Tony. Are, are you if you try to kill me, if you try to kill me, right? Okay. right? You try to kill me, and then you say, you know what? It's been 20 years, and I said 15 years, yeah. Tony. And then you say, okay, okay, that's neither here nor there. No, but, it isn't. It's <laughs> here and there. We're not going to just scooch past that. You tried to kill. You tried to end listen, my life. Listen, but I say fifteen years, Tony, and you say okay. But let's sit down and try to do. Let's have a moment where we discuss, because really, versus that's what it's supposed to be for. Like it's supposed initially when they created, it's supposed to be an opportunity to highlight the artists, and then they uh-huh. discuss and talk about their pieces and everything that goes in between them. It would it would have been a good counseling situation 
if they would have used it for what it was for, but they, they didn't. They used it no, for a rap battle. You try to kill me, I'm look, about to say whatever I want to say look, right it's now. Look, so, it's so because... And I don't have no problem with it. So you know what the nature of the show is? They put the thing together. You reach out your, your hand to yeah. me. And then I accept it, knowing what the nature of the show is, and then go there and be like, bump all that, I'm going to do my own thing. Exactly. Because at that point, you're not thinking that I'm going to do my own thing. You know that I don't like you, but you, you, you know what the nature of the show is. I'll take you back to Brandy and Monica. They didn't like each other either. They didn't it's have, things, listen, though. they didn't have the same. Monica didn't try to kill Brandy. I was just about to say it. But what <laughs> I'm saying, but what I'm saying is they had the same level of not talking to each other for 20 years. Well over 20 years. Like not they had that same level of crazy just I don't fool with you. But they still were able to and I still don't feel like they fool with each other like that anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they were able to sit down and have a dialogue and show growth in a person i feel that that is why i was proud of jeezy because i see growth guap not so much i'm not gonna say i don't see growth in guap because i think that he probably went on he probably went on the versus battle to promote himself of course he did which is fine because he's an artist he's he's a business i'm not saying that it's not i'm not gonna say that he didn't I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna. Uh, but he did a hold, terrible job I'm not promoting hold Jeezy up here and have him down here because I'm not. Jeezy did just as much terrible stuff that. Of course that he did. Gucci did. But here's the thing, I'm j- I'm not gonna say that he did a good job promoting his business because when when did he do a good job promoting his business? Oh, he he spent he spent majority of the time focusing on his brand. He promoted his brand, which is Gucci Mane. Gucci when. Mane. When did he promote Gucci Mane? He, he promoted himself no matter where he is. He promoted he promoted the beef. Now people could say, okay, I He like promoted Jesse the fight. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. But that's not necessarily promoting your brand. Now I will well, com- I will compare it to Monica and Brandy. Monica got on there. Did you watch that one? Please tell me. Oh, thank God. Well, Monica got on there and promoted her her brand. That's the difference. Monica was like Whatever. Here's a new album. Bam. Here's my new single. We're going to play this when we in the inner mirror. We're, Monica got on there and promoted her brand. She came but on there know, as Gucci's a. Gucci's a little different because Gucci put out music almost every day. That's fine. There's not much she got. He out here already. But I think a lot of people. I'm proud of Jeezy. You can't make say, me not be proud of Jeezy. I'm proud of both of them, honestly. <laughs> I don't have no. Now, I will say that moment where, you know, it got a little tense. I was like, oh, shit. What's about to happen? About I was to like, this man better not have a... a but, man, thinking I, of, like hearing all that music, it brought me back to... College! College days. I was so excited. Jumping back and forth from, from most states. I may have home. I may have hit a pancake or two. Bumping T on 101. I may have bust out into the dance moves of the whole nine. I may have. I wasn't no dancing. Listen, I was in my living room. Hey, especially the DJs. Shout out to the DJs. Oh, they, at the beginning. they was lit. I feel like lit, I, was lit. Back, I was back at the uh, the icebreaker at Missouri State. Everybody has that. Listen, there's everybody has that random hole in the mall that everybody went to in college. Um, whether it's the Oak Tree or the or the uh, Oasis or uh-huh. for you, the icebreaker, whatever it is. Yeah, the icebreaker, you know, you had, um, I mean, it was a lot of things. We had a lot of parties. 
was a lot. That's good times. It was a lot of good but times. I am ex- I, I'm I, I'm grateful for that. You know what I mean? That was that gave me a lot of uh, nostalgic it's moments. Long, yeah. So and it gave me the ability to appreciate those moments because you go through life and you forget about things and you forget yeah. how great they were. You're like, man, that was great. And that's what music does. Music, yes, music I love has it. a way of putting you right back where you were when you heard it. Yes. Which is, you know, a good way to use like, use music for therapy. It helps you to relive certain moments in your life and be able to process them. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I, you know, I, for me, I, I thought of nothing but happy moments when I heard a lot of Jeezy music. Because I remember driving in that Black Monte Carlo, 95, with the American Racing Rams on it, <laughs> with the tinted window. That was me. With, with the snowman t-shirt and the, the do rag. That was definitely tea. not me. That was me. I was like, man. I do. Rem- I do remember though being with like my girls from school, like uh-huh. getting together, being in the dorm room, getting dressed. First of all, we getting dressed super early because we not paying to get in. That's just not happening. <laughs> I'm all the way funky. We already college students. We're not paying to get in. So we're getting there, getting I mean, dressed and whatnot. You didn't have to get there early to get in for free, did you? So, I had to do a shoulder leg. No, early in certain, it depends. It depends on what it is and what day it is. You know, it just, it depends on if your, your brothers are throwing a party or if it's just a regular night. It depends oh. on what it is. You know what I mean? So sometimes you got to get there before 11 or you get there, got to get there before, uh, um, what is it? What is it? Nine oh six or whatever, oh, yeah, whatever the random. Times. You got to get there before. 10-11. Yeah, you got to get there before whatever <laughs> this random time is, or you got to pay. Or I remember, 906. I remember the Kappas. Kappas at Alabama. Listen, they threw this party. It's called um, terrible. It's horrible when you think about it now. But you know, you're kids. You don't think about this kind of stuff. You like. What's it called? It's called Bears. You dare. Oh, what? Bear as you dare. Bear as you dare. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, however bear you dare to come there was going to determine how much you paid to get in. Oh. I said, just tell me how much the cover is, because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing it. We had the we had we had the pretty nasty at, at our school. That's um. That, that's the Kappas and the Q's. Shout out to my boy Quan. <laughs> hey. Mister Mister Kappa Kappa Avasai himself. Uh, and I didn't know I, mean, I knew a few kids but I was really cool with uh with Crime but they used to put that party on and it was an event every year man it's a good time so yeah yeah so that's kind of what happened we'll have to talk about college we'll have to talk about college college days yes reminiscing yes um what else we want to talk about oh oh let's recap about, well, oh no no recap. no we're recapping our affirmation you want to do that now? Yeah. Okay. Our affirmations. Yeah. So, did you have a chance to what what affirmation resonated with you? I am healthy, honest, and a whole soul. Mm. How so? I feel like that is important to being full. Like as I was going through reflection and um, thinking about uh, my journey uh-huh. and where I've kind of been since me saying happy new years to now um i had to ask myself those three questions am i healthier have i been honest with myself on this journey Uh and has it made me whole Uh and if not um 
identifying those marks. So like, I felt like while that, that is a great affirmation. I felt like I don't always, I hadn't always applied that understanding, um, daily. And so, um, that was one that really stuck out to me the most. And that's something that I want to incorporate more moving forward. You know what I mean? Making sure that I am, that every decision I make is a healthy one. It's me being honest. Cause a lot of times we make decisions and it um, sounds good to society, but it's not really honest to who you are. You know what I mean? Like you're lying to yourself, but you're fooling the world type thing. You know what I mean? And um, does it fulfill me? Does it make me feel whole? Even though it might fulfill others, but is it making me feel whole? So that was that was my one that. Um, That's the one that really. I'll, you know me, I'll, I I be trying to work with all of them, but uh-huh. that one. Anytime you give them, I, it's always one that sticks out. I try to close my eyes when I'm listening to them, and I'll have a certain feeling when one of them is said, and that's kind of the one I go with. The one that I went with was um, the one you put last week, where you said, um, "I have risen above circumstances and walked towards my purpose or my promise." Uh-huh. And for me, kind of goes back to that when you said the one word that I would. Describe. Yes, the one word that was said, describing. Uh, you know, redefine mm-hmm. because um, you know I would say the last few years have been were really hard for me mm-hmm. in different areas of my life and in in the you know the big thing of coming to the end of everything that I had really worked for yeah and now having to okay still move forward because there are certain things that I felt God had called me to do. And so it's making sure that I'm still on that path, and and you know I'm a really I'm a I'm a I'm a spiritual guy, you know I I, I believe I'm a Christian and I believe in in God and all that, and so um, I feel like I have a really good relationship with with God, and so I know one thing He always called me to do was to to help people, yeah. You know? And so I just kind of leaned into that, like how can I help people? How can I be of service to other people? That's um, beautiful. And so with that. It's kind of taking me on the path that I'm on now. So, um, That's so yeah, wonderful. So the, it kind of went with that with that affirmation, which I liked. You know, a lot of good reflection on that. Okay. Did what about the journal prompt? So the journal prompt last week was to describe your perfect day. Like, what is your perfect day? What did you come up with? So my perfect day. I realized when I was doing this that this was very very hard for me. Okay. Um. Probably has a lot to do with the fact that I have some perfectionist uh, tendencies. Okay. So, um, and so um, I had to alter it a little bit because I was struggling with the word perfect. Mm. So I, what I changed mine to was, um, what is my idea of a very good day? Okay. And so for me, it's a lot of pressure that comes with. I, it was so much I mm. couldn't do it. I was like perfect. Okay, well, if I don't include this, it was a whole thing. I was like, you know what? This is, this is not my perfect day. Trying to figure this out. Mm-hmm. This right here is making my day unperfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what I what I realized um, overarchingly what um, would be an indication of a very um, good day is a day that um, just flowed. It didn't have a lot of um, 
requirements or responsibilities uh-huh. and also didn't have the stress waiting for me tomorrow. Okay. Okay. What I mean by that, because I know you're probably like, I don't know what's going on. Okay. So because I'm like hyper busy all the time. Yeah. And you know, some people be like, you know, Sheree, take a day, you know, uh-huh. um, chill and Kiru, like, you know, you don't have to bam, 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 bam all the time. But um, I know that if I do that, uh-huh. then I'm going to be thinking about, well, tomorrow's going to be, because I'm going to have to like, Pick up the slack from because you had a day off. Yeah, so <laughs> you, and so it's way overthinking. But that's that's what I do in yeah. real life. Yeah, like in real life, if I take a day, then that next day is always like, oh, I got all this to do, and I wouldn't have had all this to do if I wouldn't have took that day. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I I incorporated that to saying, okay, well, having a day where I can just do all the things that I love, like art and enjoy like enjoying art and music and uh-huh. being around people that I enjoy company with and um having great conversation and um maybe because I, I like to be competitive so maybe having a game night or you know something of that nature just having a good time and then also having in my mind knowing that Tomorrow doesn't, I'm not going to have, there's no worries for tomorrow. Okay. There is no, there was nothing that I was supposed to do during yeah. this time. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That would be a perfect day. Well, uh-huh. not a perfect day, but a very, 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 good, very day. good day for me. See, I wasn't thinking about none of that. I'm so sorry. I wasn't thinking about I did it wrong. I do the next day. I did I it just, wrong. I automatically <laughs> assume that nothing was going to change in my personal life. This is just, a, it's like a, a, a what do you call it? The fry in the pan? Yeah. It's just a random day where you get to do what you want to do. Yeah. You know? So I wrote down lines because I'm very descriptive. Yeah. And I can just sit, I can sit and close my eyes and just imagine it. So. Let's hear, let's hear, let's hear what, let's hear what, don't not the, stressful brain. Let's hear from not what a not stressful brain sounds like. Cause. Okay. <laughs> so my perfect day at this moment of my life. Uh-huh. So I would sleep in until 11 a.m. God never get a chance to sleep in for real. Uh-huh. I have this thing where, especially if I have my kids, they don't let me sleep till 11. Uh-huh. And if I don't have my kids, I'm probably busy doing something. So right. then I have to get up early. Right. Um, so wake up at 11. Then I would go for a hike. Oh, yes. Now, I would love to go. One of my goals, I don't know if it's a goal, but it's something I would like to do. I would love to go on a hike in the... Like the canyons in Arizona. Oh, that would be super dope. My cousin, um, my cousin lives there. Shout out to Mikey. Um, and I always said I wanted to go visit him, and then we can go like walk the trails. It's, I would just love to see it. Yeah. But while I'm here, I like going to um, Queenie Park. That's like one of my Ooh, favorite places. Queen, I grew up at Queenie Park. Yeah. So um, I would like to do that. So go on a, the whole trail, not like a not an abbreviated trail, but the whole thing. It's like five miles long. Mm-hmm. Um. Then after that, I would like to go for a light lunch at a seafood restaurant. Yeah. Where I would get a salad and a shrimp po' boy. All right? Mm-hmm. A little shrimp po' boy. Not a big fat one. Just a nice, you know, um, just a nice little quaint po' boy, you know, with a little bit of shrimp on it. So then, <laughs> after that, I would go to a movie. Because I uh-huh. love going to the movies. Uh-huh. That's like my favorite 
That's that was my self care before COVID. Before COVID, just before COVID, I could just got up in here and became be a whole it'll jerk. Be a, it'll be a Tuesday at seven. I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna go take my Tuesdays is lit for movies. Five dollars yeah. summer or Sunday at twelve. It'd be just something random, but I, I like going to the movies. Um, and it could have been it could be with someone or by myself. It doesn't matter. Um, so after the movie, then I would go to dinner. Now this will hopefully be with someone else. Um, dinner at an upscale bar. Mm-hmm. Where I would have two to three Long Islands, um, a small salad. Can I ask you a question before we move forward? What is all of this by yourself, or are there people with you? Um, you I would prefer to be someone with me. Okay, continue. But if no one's available, I can do it by myself. Too. No, this is your perfect day so, because yeah. would you prefer companionship, or well, is this a I I kind of want to? Because you know, some people like to have a solo. That's a good question. Hmm. Hmm. Would it be so? You know what? I guess. Okay. So if I'm going to answer that, it probably I'll prefer to be with someone. Okay. Continue. Um, someone that I could spend the whole day with. Yeah. Because I can't, I, I can't be driving you back home. Yeah. We flowing here. And then like I can't, you can't get on my nerves on my perfect day. <laughs> so it got to be you somebody messed up my so po' the, boy. The, so the perfect day got to be with somebody I could spend the whole day with. And not she talking through tired. the video. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be so, talking through the you, movie. Or you don't want to walk because you're tired. And now I got to wait. I got to slow my walk down because now your legs hurt. And now you got to go to the hospital because you can pull something. Day not perfect yeah, no longer. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I would go to a, a dinner at an upscale bar where I would have two to three Long Islands. Uh-huh. Um, a, um, a small salad. For some reason... Salads just taste so much better when I've had a Long Island. I don't know why. <laughs> he said it's this. like it just goes together. He says it's a perfect combination. Yeah, it's a perfect combination. And then I would have a side of fries because you got to have balance, right? You oh, my God. And the fries. What kind of fries? Uh, just regular. What's uh, regular fries? That doesn't exist. Uh, Crinkle I cut, straight cut fries, curly fries, steak curly. fries. Don't like curly waffle fries. fries. Uh, I only want waffle fries if I go to Chick-fil-A. Uh, probably just be some... Just regular um, straight fries, straight fries, mm-hmm. or crinkle cut. I like crinkle cut too. Okay, but I've never been to a bar where they had crinkle cut fries, so I would imagine it's probably straight cut. They got crinkle cut fries. I've never seen it at like a restaurant like that. Like not not a restaurant, but like a like a a bar and grill. I don't oh, okay. really see them there, but that's what I would have and good conversation. And then afterwards, I would go home. Obviously, um, because I've been drinking, I wouldn't drive myself, allegedly. <laughs> And so, so, it would be an Uber or maybe the other person. <laughs> and then I would go home and make sweet, nasty, sloppy love to my lady. That's that's your day? With no condom. Because <laughs> that part's important. That's important. He said, got to put that no in No protection there. whatsoever. He said, and I mean. Just diving in. And I mean that. Yes. That has to be on there. I'm, no inhibition, nothing. You're that's very... Particular, I can't. I don't know. I think I'm just so like, I don't know. I I don't know. It's, I don't know if that's bad. I feel really bad right now. Why? I feel like I should. I should have a better. Like I feel like I don't know if I'm just like, listen. If just peace, that's all I need. Like I don't know. Yeah. If, like I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing that I don't have like. I feel like I should have a day and I don't like it's just like I don't listen it, anything as long as I don't have to be stressed next day I don't know why that is that was my first way that I went also did you know that you had a two point to that 
So the second part to that journal prompt was what can what can you do to manifest that day? Oh, what can you manifest that day? Yeah, and what oh. I what I put was what I can do to manifest that day is to better uh, monitor um, stress and how I deal with it. That's okay. what I did. Yeah, because I feel like well, I could have a lot of very good days if I treated stress better. I feel like I, I probably don't. When it uh-huh. comes to that, because I just want to do well. I don't know. I don't know. I think you you're, you seem to be a type of person that you run. You're, it's normal for you to be busy. It is. And so when you don't have anything to do, it's stressful. I get nervous. I'm like, something's wrong. Yeah, it's like it's the opposite. Like, normally you're stressed because you have so much to do, but you're stressed when you have nothing to do. Because I feel like something is Something's not wrong. Yeah. Something is not getting done. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when you get paid and you have just enough to pay all your bills, and then you get that one check, you get paid. You're like, I have too much money. Something's wrong. Something didn't get paid. Wrong. He said, "What are you talking about?" I put that right in the I can't like, oh, relate. Savings account. <laughs> no, act like it don't even. Exist. You know, like when you look at your account and you like, I have more money than I thought. Oh, it's like I, a little stress. Like, okay, what didn't what didn't what get didn't paid? get paid? Yeah. Like that's how I feel sometimes I with like my time. When I have extra time, I'm like, why do I have this extra time? Hmm. What am I supposed to be doing right now? It's something yeah. I'm supposed to be doing, and I can't remember what it is, and then I'm gonna be really. Frustrated with myself that I didn't. Remember. I think I, I'm somewhat like that. Like I'm a busy person as well. Mm-hmm. But like I, you are a busy the, person. The, you are like you like really good busy though. <laughs> I should tell you that more often. Like you're busy, but you're like, or maybe you just got a great poker face because you like super chill. You're like, I, yeah, I do this and I do that and I do this and you know I, just I do a, that. The thing is, I'm just a go with the flow person. You're so chill. Like. I don't, I don't like being stressed out. And yeah, so, he's super chill in real life, yo. <laughs> like, even when I have a lot to do, I'm just like, okay, well, let's just do it. Man. And then, okay, then, we, then we're then we done. I'll be like, let's make a list. Yeah. Okay. Check, 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 check. Yeah, like, you know, so to answer that part of the, the prompt, um, the thing that I can do to manifest it is just to make a plan. I think mm-hmm. when I plan, because I'm a kind of, I'm the type of person that kind of operates on a, on a calendar, which I, I hate, but it's, it's just the way that it is now. But like if I plan it, if it's on my calendar and that's set to do, to go, then it's more likely that it will happen. Okay. If I have to wait to an open period to do it, then it'll never happen. Okay. Pick three numbers. Three numbers. Three numbers. Between what? Just three numbers. Three random numbers. Three singular um, numbers. Oh, single digit numbers. Okay. Um, probably three, six, and five. Three, six, and five. Okay. So, what is the significance of this? He said, "What's the significance of this?" Dang it, this ain't work out the way I want. <laughs> you picked too many numbers. That was. You said three. I know. Pick, you pick two now. No, pick three numbers. Pick three different numbers. Okay, um, three, six, eight. It's worse. Oh, Never man. mind. All right, all right. Third chance to one. <laughs> Three one two. Three one two. That's perfect. Okay. Okay. So three one two. So let's say by March the twelfth. Okay. You will um make a plan for your perfect day. Okay. That's the furthest date. Or March the twenty first. That's the furthest date from now. 
with those numbers. Okay, March the twenty first. I w- I need to make a, a a date to have that perfect day. Yeah, because you said that's what it takes for you to make a plan. Uh, yeah, maybe. and I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna we'll put see. it. I'm gonna put it in my calendar we'll on see. March the twentieth. Ask Tony about his perfect day. I mean, it's a lot that I would have to accomplish by that time. No, you just need to make a plan. You don't have to have your perfect day. You just need to make a plan to put it in motion. Uh, okay. All right, we'll see. We'll see. That I'll, I will keep that in mind. I need to put that on my calendar to think about that, actually. Not to actually plan the day. But I, need to, I need to set a time to actually sit down and think about setting a plan. Yep. So I got to do that. I'm okay. putting it in my phone right now. <laughs> 321. That's actually one of my mother's birthdays. Is it really? Uh-huh. I did a good job picking. Uh-huh. Well, you picked the numbers. I just kind of <laughs> cheated and forced you into those numbers. Yeah, it is what it is. I said, th- what's that, 365? Like, I was that, like, that, there's that no work. date for that. I was, I was like, like, oh, that's 60. like a year. Then you're like, 368. Okay, this is, <laughs> this is going in the wrong direction. <laughs> so this is not working out the way I planned. <laughs> oh, man. So... We're going to talk about our topic today. Okay. I thought you would be a good person to introduce it, though. You thought I would be a great person? You'd be a great person. Because I, think I that feel I'm, that you can identify with this more. I absolutely than, can identify with this more. I feel like you have the ability to identify with it. I've had moments. But I definitely... <laughs> <laughs> I've had my moments. I've had my moments. But I definitely can identify with this. So, today's topic is being a vegan or vegetarian. Or having an ulterior, uh, alternate diet um, and being black. Ooh. And how how that is. Because. Yeah. Ooh, child. You know, we, we, we like our food, right? We like our soul food. We do. You know, I we, mean, it's a, it's a part of the culture. You ain't yeah. black if you don't like it. Right. You, you, don't, you don't want no chicken? You ain't having. Let me tell you something. Every Thanksgiving, oh, you ain't black. Oh, man. How did I lose my melanin? Like, just. Take it from me. Yeah, it's the, the car just instantly pops out your, out your wallet when you, when you come to the... When I shop in the produce the, section. you just, come to the cookout and you don't eat meat, you're like, what? I mean, it's... it's Okay, so... It's like you're an alien. To feel, feel everybody in, I am a vegetarian. I've mm-hmm. been a vegetarian for quite some time. What's quite some time? Uh, um, I've been a vegetarian this time around. I actually... I was a vegetarian earlier, earlier part of my life. I grew up seven day of Venice um, and they believe in a vegan um, plant based diet, actually. So um, that's what they teach. So I grew up um, uh, conscious of diet um, um, with my faith. And um, when I went off to college, I was a vegetarian when I went off to college. So I didn't eat meat um, for some time while I was there. And then um, I caught myself being grown and uh, saying, I'm going to give me some of that chicken everybody be talking about. Uh-huh. I'm going to taste it and figure it out. And, like, and, you know, it, it, it wasn't a thing to where it was like, oh, well, you know. So I had, you know, I've eaten meat. Also, I'm not a vegetarian that's never eating meat before so i strict vegetarian yeah but um my father passed away in 2014 and when he passed away i made a decision to um be more conscious about my diet and um um i prayed about it 
And um, I uh, believe that um, God removed the desire from me. So I um, made the decision to go back to um, a vegetarian vegetarian lifestyle lifestyle for uh, health purposes and just for um, other reasons, like my future purposes and what I want out of my life. And everything. So since 2014, what? How many years is that, Tony? Uh, six, six years, yeah. six years, guys. Six years. Huh. Well, I was the exact opposite. I grew up in a Baptist family where we ate the swine and the chicken. <laughs> I and, don't even ever remember eating pork. We would have, oh, oh, we would have like after church, they would order a big old box of church's chicken. Reached just spilling out the box. Let right? me tell, let me tell you something about that swine. <laughs> let me tell you how I got traumatized about the swine. Oh no! My uh, my mom was dating this guy who was a Muslim, and we was uh, we was uh, children, and you know we didn't know nothing about nothing. And he, uh, we was eating uh, I don't even know it was like, probably like either pork chops, hot dogs, or bologna. <laughs> one of the two, one of the three. We were uh, little, little kids. And he came in, and I'll never forget this. And he was like, you got them kids eating that swine? And I didn't even know what swine was. I was like, what is that? Like, this is a hot dog. I don't know what the, what? He's weird. I don't know what he's talking about. And um, I remember he took a pork chop and put it in a jar, glass jar, put it in there and tighten the lid and put it on the back porch. And he showed us that the maggots come out of the pork chop. Never. That was it. That was it. Said, That's it. Huh? That was it. That was it. I was like, so never. Always eating that. Mm-mm. I will never eat that. I won't. I don't care what you talking about. Yeah, it wasn't no. It wasn't no health conscious in my family. I didn't have my first salad to high school. My mama was over me. I was a difficult eating child. I was too. I was like, no, not doing that. <laughs> but when it came, I mean, we we had vegetables, of course. But like, I was a picky eater. I'm still am to a certain degree. Are but you? I'm open to trying things. Whereas back then. Mm-mm. If I didn't, if I if I smelled it and didn't smell right, oh no, I'm not even putting that in near my mouth. But worst, it's better now. Worst thing. What? Worst thing. Smelling and smell right. What's the worst thing? The worst thing I ever eaten. No, when you say if you smell it and it didn't smell right, you were eating it. What was the worst thing? Um. So I do not like tuna. Really? Ugh. Actually, when I was eating meat, I I could do tuna salad. Oh, somebody make some tuna. Oh, it's the, the nastiest smell in the world. For real? You like no? Nope. They put the tuna and then the eggs. Oh, ugh. How and then it be all gooey. Ugh. Why do people eat that? <laughs> the worst thing ever, chitlins. I was like, who's dead? Who's dead? Who's... I, got a funny, I got a funny chitlin story. How could it be funny? Were you dying every... in it? Because no. every chitlin story, I'm dying. No. Thinking about why no. am I in this house? So my grandmother, every year during the holidays, she would get her buckets of chitlins, right? Uh-huh. And she had to be cleaning them. She would be cleaning them for a while because you had to you had to pull that that film off that chitlins, uh-huh. right? And most times you have more more crap than you would have chitlins. See, see, you have multiple buckets, and that house would be stanking, right? And so I remember one day. Oh God! It was one particular evening. I'm trying not to hurt. And my grandmother, I'm sitting in the living room, and my grandmother in the kitchen cleaning the chitlins. And she just starts screaming. And she's like, ah, ah. She's like, come here, come here, get him, get him. And I was like, I thought maybe she saw like a mouse or something like that. So I walk over in the kitchen. And I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And she's like, grab it. And she and looking in the sink where all the chillers were. 
that was like a tapeworm. <laughs> this worm was at least the length of two roots. Oh my God. Oh <laughs> and my grandmother no. was scared. Of, she was terrified of snakes. No. So she thought it was no. a snake. So I had to grab it with my bare hand. And oh <laughs> no. And no. No. That, and that was the strongest worm I ever <laughs> Yeah. I'm dying over here. <laughs> that, that worm was. was that, that thing was strong. So I had to, I picked it up and I threw it in the toilet and flushed it. Tommy, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Y'all don't do stuff like, listen. That's Tell- probably the last time I ever ate shit. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, let me, I, I, I can't. I can't speak. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, I, I just want listen, listen. Put in the comments below if you died with me, because I can't. There this was so is many. True. This is so true. I, I can't. Oh, I'll never forget that. I will never forget. So that. okay, I have so <laughs> many questions. I do. I do. Oh my goodness. So yeah. what do you mean, like okay? So it was how long? This it was about the length of two rulers put together. Like two feet. Oh my God! Okay, so it was like in the chitlin. Oh my oh, lord! I scared the crap out of me. Uh, <laughs> he just walked over. <laughs> That's my dog. We talking about? He just walked over and heard us laughing. I guess. Uh, no, it was about the size of two rulers. It was. I guess he had just poured it out because it couldn't have just been sitting still. And it was just in the sink, or what it was, was it? Because in the sink, it was just a, a bunch of chitlins in the sink. Right? And what do you mean strong? This is disturbing me when you say this word. It was very strong. I don't you know, you know, understand. Pick, you know, picked up like a worm or something? I don't want no. Well, fishing. Yeah, when you, like, you know but, how soft it is and how it don't really it don't. That's why I'm confused. Worm, but it's not like enough to do anything. You, you're still holding it. No, this thing was like you can feel something like it had muscle. Right now. That 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 stuff like that. I don't know. I'm a weird person. Like I know that I'm a human and I'm like bigger than stuff, but that stuff like takes me out. That mice, uh, spiders. No, I can't. I can't. I mean, I'm not. I'm not yeah, doing it. I never forget that though. That was because I was shocked to see it because I had never seen anything like that. Before. Okay, I thought it was just a worm. Well, I'm gonna give you my most traumatizing. I have two. I have two oh. traumatizing food outside of what I've already told you. I have like a lot of traumatizing <laughs> food things. <laughs> now that I think about it, but um, so um, one of it was traumatizing based off of watching a movie. Okay. And the other one is traumatizing because my mother traumatized me. Okay. And I'm and 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 yes, mother, I said it because you traumatized me. <laughs> So it was for it was for Thanksgiving actually, and um you know, in classic black girl um tradition, you're learning how to prepare food for Thanksgiving. So you're in the kitchen with the aunties and the mamas mm-hmm. and the grandmas and everything. Big mama. And um I was next to my mom and we were preparing the turkey for Thanksgiving. Okay, first of all. My, I already know my, my siblings is dying right now laughing because, first of all, I didn't know so many things. There's so many things I did not know. So many things, Tony. <laughs> so many things I did not know. I didn't know. You know, like they take the turkey neck off and all yeah, that stuff and they yeah. shove it up in the turkey. When you're a kid, you don't know that. You don't, you don't know what's going on. Okay? You don't know. The giblets. You don't know what the giblets are. Okay? So... 
Listen, a little bag. Where does little bag come listen, from? Listen, she when she pulled them daggum giblets, I said, uh, uh, "Okay, what is?" <laughs> I thought it was like a baby turkey. Oh man! I thought it was like a baby turkey that was inside the turkey. That I don't know. Yeah, like I thought, it, baby I thought it was a baby turkey that was inside <laughs> the turkey, and then she took it. You know, they take the giblets uh-huh. and they chop it up. And put in the dressings or whatever the case may be. And they, they do that. I threw that bag in the trash. Listen, they do that. <laughs> telling you, these people, they do that. Don't these, need this. These, by these people, my mother, uh-huh. they do that. And then they cook it in the dressing, you know, like the, the neck and all that. They cook it. And then back, you know, this was like 90s, early 90s or late 80s or whenever this was. They took the dressing. Well, she took the dressing and shoved it up. The turkey, I'm like, this is like a whole, like, I feel like I just went through something. Like, it was just it's, too much. I didn't eat dressing. Like this turkey. This turkey. I didn't eat have, dressing. This turkey gave no consent to all this. I didn't eat dressing until I was an adult in, in college. I refused to. I was like, I'm not eating that. And then um, black eyed peas. I wouldn't eat black eyed peas because of Kirkland. Kirkland. What happened in Kirkland black eyed is it because they kept making that boy eat it and he didn't want to eat it and threw it, yep. threw it up? Okay, that's what and, it was. And, he, and when he made the statement, it's looking at me. That was it. You said that was it, huh? No, I'm not going to eat that. Them eyeballs. I can't do it. I don't it. think I've ever eaten that black eyed peas. No, I can't do it. But you know, everybody eats. But you know, everybody eats black eyed peas and uh, like cabbage and stuff like that for New Year's and stuff oh, like yeah. that's like a big um, black. I mean, is that a black tradition? Do white uh, people do that? Do white people do that? White people, right, right into the show. Please write uh, into the show. We, I'm very curious. Give us your culinary secrets. Yeah, do y'all do cabbage and like <laughs> black eyed peas on New I Year's? Know. I feel like it might be a southern tradition, but I don't know. That's a good question. I know, like older people swear by it. Like you ain't gonna be rich or wise or smart or something like that if you don't uh, eat it so many on the first days. day. But you know, I wanted to ask you. Yes. So for the people out there who don't know what vegetarian or vegan is, can you define that? Okay, so there are so many different sects of different, um, there's so many different things when you come to diet, dietary. So you have um, veganism, which a lot of people know about nowadays because it's quote unquote popular, you know, trade popular. Um, veganism is when you, um, not only is it a life lifestyle with your diet it is a lifestyle period it is a political position and everything else okay so veganism is you do not eat the carcass of or the flesh of um an animal you do not uh, partake of any of the byproducts of the animal so that is cheese eggs honey um any of that leather you don't wear yeah. you don't wear anything of the animal and you also um you also push for rights for the animal so that's veganism vegetarians listen we just don't eat the flesh of the animals we still eat you well you have some vegetarians there's different sects of vegetarianism also but the general vegetarian is you eat um plant-based lifestyle um, and you may eat some byproducts of animals. So you may eat eggs okay. or you may eat cheese or some people still do milk or dairy or uh, like, um, but you will not eat chicken flesh or 
beef flesh or things of that nature. Then you have pescatarians. Pescatarians are those who don't eat any meat unless it is a fish. Okay. So like, like, like a shrimp or something like that. They do shrimp. They do um uh um like um salmon. They do all. They do stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's pescatarianism. So like, there's so many different. Um, you have some people who only do white meat. You know what I mean? They only do chicken, turkey, um, and that's what they eat. Beans, tomatoes. Right. So there's so many different, um, but um, I'm vegetarian. Okay. I, um, so I'm vegetarian. You are, you are a part of the sect that. But when it comes to my animal products, but byproducts you will. Yeah, but okay. There's a lot of byproducts I don't eat. Okay. So okay, here's another caveat about me. Technically, I probably could be a vegan without all the extra, but. Um, as far as my diet, if I didn't have, um, if I did not have um, tree nut allergies, uh-huh. so a lot of the substitutes for um, dairy products in veganism are made with cashews or almonds or walnuts or things of that nature, which I am allergic to. So um, I don't do um, animal milk. I drink uh, coconut milk. I don't... uh, Can you do soy milk? I mean, you can do it. I don't... Soy is is like a legume, right? It's not a tree. Yes, yes. But I don't prefer it. You know, a lot of people do almond milk. I I obviously can't do almond milk. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to... When I first started, my first milk was rice milk. That's what I went with first. Because its consistency is very similar to milk. Um, And then um, as I went through um the two that i do most often are either soy milk or flaxseed milk that's what i do um i don't do um your yogurt i'm really not an ice cream person like i'm i'm the most that i do really is like cheese and eggs okay that's it everything and um I will do honey every once in a while, but I'm most like I, I do a lot of agave, okay. so I don't really <clears throat> have to have honey. You know what yeah. I mean? But the cheese, like the cheese substitutes that they make, a lot of the cheese substitutes that they make are made out of cashews, which I'm allergic to. Okay. So I can't do that. But um, a friend of mine, um, shout out to my homegirl, Hey Demo, she's um, newly vegetarian too, and okay. she's found a couple of substitutes for those two things, like. Um, um, mung bean, like a lot of people use mung bean powder to make eggs instead of using eggs. So it's kind of like an egg substitute. And then you have um, some cheese, like uh, vegan cheese that isn't egg. But you know, that tastes like, vegan listen, cheese is disgusting. I'm not finna sacrifice taste. Right. I'm just not finna, I mean, I'm not finna be miserable. It's called like, I know one, there's one cheese is called like, Daya cheese or Daya Daya cheese? is gross. Oh, I ordered a pizza from Whole Foods once, and I was like, you know, let me try this Daya cheese. It was the nastiest pizza, and I love pizza. Did you feel like Trey off of Boys in the Hood fighting? Just yeah, that's how it was. I was you like, felt like you wanted this? to fight everybody. I ate it, you know. I, I finished it because I was hungry, but I wasn't happy about it. Say <laughs> <laughs> so this is angry food. Yeah. So like, so we talk about like vegetarian and veganism in the black community. 
Um, obviously, there is a lot of progress that's been made in terms of thank you. a lot of people have thank been you, thank, trying to make this switch. Thank I know God. me personally. Shout I out to Dr. Sabi, if you know who that is. Yeah, shout out to him, friend of the podcast. Friend uh, of the podcast, uh, ancestor. Shout out yeah, to Dr. Sabi. Uh, I know eventually I want to end up, I want to become a, I think my ultimate goal in life is to become, not ultimate, but one of them is, I would like to be a vegetarian. I don't know about vegan because I love M&M's too much. Hey man, like listen. I look. I, oh, I do do chocolate. I do do that. You do chocolate. Okay. Because you know, you know, when you straight vegan, you don't, you don't, you only eat the vegan chocolate and I don't know how if y'all been to the store, but vegan chocolate costs uh, too damn much money, and so I would rather just have a regular uh, bag of M and M's, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Mm-hmm. So that will, that I think that will keep me from becoming straight vegan. But I would love to become a vegetarian one day. But you know, talking about that in the black community, even though we've made a lot of progress, there's still a lot of you know um, stigma. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You want to know where the biggest stigma come from? Your daggone family, okay? Okay. I have, um, I come from a pretty decent-sized family. None of my family members eat the way that I do. Oh, wow. Listen, it is a constant, okay. What is that like? Oh, you know, you got to be ready. It's like going on wilding out every day. You got to be ready for the jokes. Mm -hmm. Like, everything, you you can't go to no family function without um, hearing um, oh, we got some grass for you. You know, like oh, yeah. this is like it's always it's it's always a thing. Like it's a spotlight is put on. It is. It's it's like you got to battle. You have to always battle about and explain yourself. And then it's always a when are you gonna stop? It's almost like they talking to you like you on heroin. When yeah. you gonna, when are you gonna give that up? Uh, you know. Yeah. Just come on home. We right. love you over here. And it's like, right, you have an I'm just you eating, eat right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on heroin. Like, what is yeah. going on? Like, they, like, seriously, they why were. Do you, why do you think that is? I do, because I feel like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if they feel like they feel silently judged or silently, okay. silently, um, um, they feel like I'm pressured to think about uh-huh. their health. But it's none of that. Like, my choice of becoming vegetarian is something that, like I said, I felt I came to this point. um, I felt that God was leading me to this point. So when I got here, it was because, like, literally, it it went slowly. You know what I mean? Like, first I stopped eating beef. And then I stopped eating chicken. Most people were like, I didn't see that coming. I thought chicken would be less go. Like, I literally bit into a chicken, and I felt like... God gave me a vision of biting into a real chicken. And it was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't. I wish God would give me that vision. Like, I'll be turning some chicken up. But I think it comes to people when that's... their own time. Yeah, in their own time. And I'm, I, and that's another reason why I don't personally resonate with veganism. Because I don't believe in pressuring people to do things. Yeah. I don't believe in shaming people either. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like... We don't eat the same. You and I don't eat the same. But we can literally go to a restaurant and sit down and you can eat whatever you want to eat and it's not going to bother me that you're eating whatever you're going to whatever you're eating. Yeah, you're not going to turn your nose about me. Unless it is them chillings with a daggone tapeworm. Tape I'm out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if it's any normal food, like I can I can sit there I'm in, and while you eat your food, because that's your choice. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I have a healthy understanding of people making their own choices. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I just can't. 
I don't know. Like, I just don't understand why in the black community, I have yet to find very many um, or a plethora of black people who feel that way about vegetarians or vegans. Like, they never say, well, that's your choice. It's always, what's wrong with you? Yeah, Mama ain't raised you right. You can't. You ain't gonna eat no chicken. I mean, what you gonna do on the holidays? Yeah. What you gonna do on Thanksgiving? What you gonna eat? Do you know how much food doesn't have meat in it? Uh, like, do you? I can eat everything except for the turkey and the ham. Everything. Yeah. I be throwing down on Thanksgiving. I don't know what y'all talking about. I'm eating everything. I know that was a time in my life. <clears throat> All where, the best food was, is the sides. Where I was like really, really trying to make a switch to like veganism. And yes, I remember, I remember like, that. I remember holiday times where. It seemed like the spotlight was on me. Like, it always is. It's like, what is he eating on his they, plate? And they wait for you to make your plate and, too. And or like, <laughs> what I would do sometimes is I would bring food that I could eat. Mm-hmm. So I might bring my own food. Or I might eat before I got there, and I might. I eat still a do that. Bit. And it's it's in it's nothing that I could have done to take the spotlight off. Whether I ate before I got there, yeah. whether I ate when I was there, it was almost like I was the center of attention. Yeah, even like this last um, when I went to the funeral. Uh-huh. Um, now that you say that, I found myself, I called my sister, like right when we left the gravesite, okay. I called my sister, we were on our way back to the church and I said, Hey, um, so, uh, we're going to go eat. She was like, yeah, they got food at the church. I'm like, okay. Like, like, do I need to go get food on the way or something? Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, she was like. I mean, I really don't know. Because, you know, she didn't prepare anything. So she's like, I really don't know. But, you know, mm-hmm. I won't feel offended if you leave when you get here. Because I know that you're hungry. Yeah. And you need to eat. Just like everyone else is eating. Yeah. And I don't want you to feel like, oh, well, you just have to sit here and not eat anything. Just to be around family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think a lot of people don't realize how much when, how much that plays a big part of our culture because so much of what our gathering revolves around eating uh-huh. and it's like when you you want to be a part of the gathering yeah. but then you don't want people always be like oh it's so extra to f- accommodate for you and i'm like it's yeah. really not or, just you know, make the also- same thing and before you put the meat in it put it in a small Ooh. pot over here uh-huh. and make it the same exact way i'm gonna be happy but you know people feel you know and i can't speak for other cultures but i feel like in black culture People are very much tied to their their cooking. Yes. So when you don't eat their food, it's almost like you disrespected them. It is very much. Well, okay. So my uh, eldest sister, her husband is Mexican. And um, shout out to my uh, brother-in-law. He is my favorite. Brother-in-law. And, listen, but, um, and he's a chef also. So, and, and I love tacos, okay, in every way, tacos. you know. I love everything Mexican, if I could be Mexican, I would, for <laughs> real. But um, but there is a lot of meat in their culture also, and I feel like they're tied to their culture. And I would never forget, like, when I became, like, even still to this day, every time we get together, he'd be like, are you still doing that thing, you know, like, uh just tell me when you're done so I can make you some food. Like, he's he seems so genuinely concerned about yeah. that I'm malnourished. Like, I feel like he thinks that I'm going to die because I'm... Well, you know that number <laughs> one question that you hear is, 
Where do you get your protein? Oh, I get it from spinach, black beans, yeah. all kinds of quinoa. But like, when you say that, people, that they don't accept that. It's like, no, it, you only can get it from meat. You have to understand that meat got their protein from somewhere else. You know, the biggest, the strongest animals on the earth are vegetarians. are vegetarians, and they get their protein from plants. Yeah, exactly. So, and you don't really need a lot of protein. You need um, more of a balance than, um, I feel like a lot of people think they need more protein than they actually do. Yeah. You were speaking earlier about like why people feel a certain way towards it, that feeling judged. I think that um, like from an evolutionary psychology perspective, uh-huh. like prehistoric man, you know, moved in in groups, and so when when there was one person that was doing something different than the group, they were oftentimes ostracized because, yeah. especially if it was something that could, could be beneficial, you don't bring something to the group that's better than what they're already doing. Because then you will be looked down upon. Yeah. And so you have to kind of hide it until it became something that everybody did. That's true. And I, I feel like in this culture, it, since it's starting to become so much, so more widespread, mm-hmm. it's starting to be more accepted. But, you know, in our own families, it's still, it's still a stigma with it. I think that it's a stigma. I also do, however, think that it's... Even in the black culture, like, of course, it's a stigma for anybody in the black culture. But I feel like it's even more so a stigma for black men Mm -hmm. than it is for black women. Because I feel like vegetarianism is paired with weakness unnecessarily. Like, oh, you're not you're not eating meat. You must be weak. You must be you must have puny arms and can't do things. And, you know, like, I don't know why that is like Mm -hmm. it's just paired together that way. But um, I I feel that maybe that is where some of that stigma could be coming from because you know the media has done an excellent job of painting the fact that if you eat meat you'll be big and strong or if you drink milk you'll be big and strong and you know all these things that are associated with um that type of diet which a lot of that came from the agricultural business in conjunction with the government trying to push it Trying to sell us everything. Yeah, trying to sell us everything. When it came, like the Got Milk ads. Like, Absolutely. They lied and said that it built strong bones when actually milk actually creates, destroys your bones. Yep, creates osteoporosis uh, yeah, and a lot so. of things. So um, it's just, for me, um, I felt convicted about a lot of things. Like mm-hmm. my dad, um, rest his soul, passed away from, from lung cancer. And um, one of the lessons that I got from that situation was that um, lung cancer, you know, my dad was a heavy smoker. And so for me, you know, even before, like when we were younger, we were kids, like my dad, my dad loved me, like loved me, loved me. We talked about this before, but I got away with murder, with doing things that no one else could probably do with my dad. What I mean by that? Okay, so like, my dad, like, I would come to, I would come to his house and break up his cigarettes. Okay. Like me and my cousin, we would take his cigarettes and break them. Like, yeah. um, could nobody else do that? You'd probably fight them. You know uh-huh. what I mean? But I'm his child. And he's like, you know. So I got away with murder, but he understood like my heart of where I'm coming from. Yeah. Like, I don't want you, I don't want you to die. You know what yeah. I mean? And so like, when he started to go through um like when he got lung when he got lung cancer and then he had to go through chemo and surgery and all that kind of stuff and like i had to watch him you know like my dad's always been like big strong guy you know like that's that's my guy and i had to watch that it just made me 
um, take heed to um, choices. We all have choices, and we're all accountable for our choices. Not saying that he deserved anything, but we all make choices. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that if he didn't smoke, he still couldn't have got lung cancer because there's plenty of people who are developing lung cancer right now because of COVID. You know what I mean? So, like, but I feel that I don't want to just be like, well, I'm going to die anyway and just live that type of a lifestyle. Yeah, you don't want to be the YOLO. You know, I, I would like to at least try my best to put my best effort first. Yeah. So when it's time for me to take the test, I can say, like you say when you say your kids, I did my best. Exactly. You know what I mean? I did my best. I, I put my best effort forward. And, you know, it is what it is. Now, I'm not saying that. I would probably never eat meat again because I don't know that. In the future, I, it might change. You when know I'm what I mean? set in stone here. And it's anytime not. you just, anytime you make a declaration for something, you're you, asking you're, for trouble. You're getting in the way of your own growth because every we change every day. Yeah. And so to sit here and say I'm never doing something again, no matter what it is, yeah, is is doing a disservice to yourself and your own growth that you're having. That's true. You know, you you said um, like, I feel like. And you said the word conviction. I feel like that is what's needed in order to really make that switch. Do you agree? I do. I feel like that is what is needed to make any sort of diet change or a lifestyle okay. lifestyle development, even if it's not veganism or vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I feel that a lot of times we do things because of a fad or we are wanting to get to a certain weight or a certain thing or we want the reward at the end of the day mm-hmm. when um, it should be really focused on a lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah. You should have a deeper reason behind what you're doing. And when you cultivate and come to that deeper reasoning, it doesn't seem like a chore. Like it do- I don't feel like I actively have to stop myself from eating meat. I feel like meat eaters think that I do. Like, ooh, man, I know you having a hard time. You smelling that? Like, no, I actually don't even smell it. Like, it doesn't even... It doesn't even entice me in that type of way. You don't think of it along, along the lines that they do. I don't think of it as food for me. Like, yeah. I can smell I can smell black beans and be like, oh, man, I'm going to give me some black beans. Mm-hmm. That right there, lit, or yeah. fruit, or something like yeah. that. Like, I, my, like, my palate has evolved to right. something different. You know what I mean? And I feel like that is for anybody. Once you change your diet... Your palate will, if your conviction is deeper, your palate will evolve to whatever your diet is. Hmm. What do you, what do you, so in terms of you've been a vegetarian for six years, Mm -hmm. what tips could you give people who are currently vegetarian or vegan or trying to make the switch and they're dealing with family or people that don't, that aren't as supportive about it? What tips would you give? Don't. First tip that I'm going to give you is remember why don't do this for anybody but you. That's my first tip. Okay. It needs to be for you. It should not be for anyone else but you because um, hopefully I pray that this is not anyone's situation, but you know, let's just be real. We black. Um, Hopefully you have um, a better support system, but the support is not going to be there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's almost like you have to prove to them that you really mean that you don't want to eat meat. Like that yeah. they're going to test you. They're going to shove meat in your face constantly. Like, mm-hmm. so prepare yourself for that. And, and 
don't feel like you have to please somebody for your choices. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, um, I, I guess a good tip that I can give people is to, um, when you do, before you embark on your journey and when you've had your conviction and you've made your decision that this is what you want to do, maybe take a piece of paper or a journal and write down why you started or some reasons why you want to do what you're doing. So when it becomes difficult or when people say hurtful things to you, you have something you can go back to that can remind you that you're doing this for you. You know what I mean? Like you're doing this because you start, you're on this journey because you started on, because you chose to go on this journey. It was remembering the why. Remembering your why. You know what I mean? I feel like having that along with your deeper person purpose can help push past that. And I feel for me, like it was rough. It still is rough. It's not as rough anymore. Cause I don't care about what they think. You know what I mean? Because I am who I am, but at the beginning it was rough. Um, and it, and it was more rough. It was more for me rough for the older members of my family than it was my siblings. Like I kept like my brothers, uh, they're going to, they're going to talk shit to me anyway. They're going to, that's just what, <laughs> that's the, what we do. That's, that's what, what they do. do. You know what I mean? Like my, my baby brother, Corey, he's the worst. And he's, he's to this day, he's, it doesn't matter. Like he's gonna, he talks about my vegetarianism. He talks about how he's going to call PETA if I don't give my dogs food that have meat in it because they're not they're not supposed to be vegetarians. Like he just talks shit, you know, and I'm fine with that because that's just sibling talk. You know what I mean? But I was like having a really big time with how am I going to tell my grandmother I don't want her food? Yeah. Or Big Mama. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Big Mama did all. She don't even ask you. She just make the plate and put it in your face. What you going like, You got to eat what's on there. Like those first couple of holidays, I was like, Brad, like, I don't know how this is about to go. Like, yeah. that was rough. That was more rough for me than anything. And I, and I had to come to terms with understanding that saying no is not saying I don't love you. Yeah. And not saying that I don't appreciate what you sacrifice and love you poured into this. Mm-hmm. Like you have to get like you that, like it's hard. Like yeah. that that was like a really hard hurdle. Like, I don't know the best way to tell people how to get over it, but I'm gonna tell you that hurdle was a really difficult one for me. You know, one thing that I learned. This is something I do, and I'm guess I'm gonna spill my secret, but it is what it is. So my trick was, I'll take the plate. I'll eat what I wanted to eat off of it, and then I'll just be like, oh, I'm so full. I'm going to take it with me. And I'll toss it in the trash. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I remember... <laughs> I'll give it to somebody else. Like, I remember... I'm not advocating for everybody tossing people's food in the trash. Right. But, you know, if you that's a that's a trick that you can use. Yeah. Now, well, I'm good are, with it people, now. Some people will sit and watch you. Like, you better eat all that on your plate. You're like, yeah. go watch somebody else. Yeah. So, it's, but... That was one of the tricks that I used. But I, I don't have that issue any longer okay. because now it's been long enough to where my family knows. And the older members in my family, they're more like they've they've seen me consistently like, no, Cherie's not going to eat that. Uh-huh. She's really not like and Carol's not doing it. Like she's not. She'll sit there and eat salad and the roll if that's you, all what, that's there. What do you think? And now they do more making sure like they will try to be cognizant like they'll say 
well, I don't know how to make a vegetarian dish, but I made this. And to me, that's everything because it's yeah. like you tried, you, tried, you know what you I mean? Me. You, you intentionally thought of me. I don't care if it's just like sauteed vegetables. It's probably not what I want, but you know, you thought of me. Or like I had my sister, um, she makes a bomb mascacholi. Like it, back when I was eating meat, I was like, Brad, mascacholi meat today. What are you talking about? <laughs> and so, like now that I don't eat meat, like, she will still make mascacholi for me. It doesn't have meat in it. It's uh-huh. noodles and cheese and sauce, but it's still, she's like, I made mascacholi, and then Cherie, yours is over here. And I'm like, okay, I feel like I have mascacholi with everyone else, and I feel a part of everyone, which is dope. Uh, that is pretty cool. It comes with time, though, because. Yeah. What do you think would be the reaction if you were to eat meat? No, my family wait. They praying. They, I feel like they praying against me. Okay, so you feel like they're trying to push you to. My family like, would. You... My family would be very. I feel like everyone in my life would be very happy if I started eating meat again. Because I feel like that they feel stressed when it's time to feed me. Like they're like, oh god, I don't know grass. Like they, I feel yeah. like they just never know. And they're like, I don't know. I don't want to fend her. Yeah. Carrots. I don't know what to feed her. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think, you know, to say to one of your tips, um, to add to it, if you're trying to make the change, like, there may be moments where you stumble. Yeah, and that's and, fine. And that's fine. And that's when you remember the why of, okay, this is what this is a journey. Doesn't mean you're always moving forward. Sometimes you stumble a little bit. But I feel also, this is why when I said at the beginning... Um, I was convicted to do it, and I feel that it's better to be convicted than to put it upon yourself, because yeah. in a conviction, um, you're less likely to relapse, I guess, or or backslide, or whatever you want to call it. Mm. I don't know, but um, you're less likely to have those situations to where you'd be like, I had a moment of weakness, or anything like that, like because you have... Like, your whole person, your body, all the way down to your cells are in agreement of this is what we're doing. But when you create a declaration and you're saying, on Monday, we are not eating. I feel like this is why diets don't work, period, no matter what the diet is. On Monday, I'm not eating any more bread. And then the first thing that your body hears is bread. And now, all of a sudden, that's all you want is bread. Uh You know what I mean? But if you get to the point to where you just have this conviction that, you know what? I just kind of don't like that anymore. Or I'll give you a good example. A lot of us are older. You know what I mean? We don't like candy in the same way that we did when we were kids. It wasn't like we, it wasn't, but candy. (laughs) I don't like, I I like chocolate. I don't like candy. You know what I mean? Like, like I can't just, when I was a kid, I could just tear some candy up. I can't just sit and eat a bunch because it's too sweet. It's too sweet. Like I don't like, I don't like a lot of icing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I like that with soda. I don't drink I can't drink soda, soda at all. If I drink soda, it's every blue moon. I can't drink soda. It's like drinking vodka. It just turns my whole esophagus situation oh, up. Man. The bubbles is too much. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> but it's like I didn't make a declaration that I will no longer eat candy from here. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? My body just decided. I listened to my body, and my body just decided, you know, I don't think I like this anymore. Uh-huh. And I didn't feel guilty about saying, no, I don't, I don't, I, I'm just not going to choose to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I feel like meat is such an integral part of 
American diet, that it becomes difficult when you have that that um, situation happen with meat. You know what I mean? And then you get mental situations that tie up with it. You start to you have you have thought processes where you're like, oh, you start to feel some sort of way. Like I remember, like another thing that, like when you were saying what you did as far as like you would take the plate home or whatnot and say, oh, I'm just going to eat this later or whatever the case may be. I remember, like, one day when I was still, like, battling with how to tell my grandma my great, and my great aunts and stuff that I didn't want their food. Yeah. Um, I, I would purposely come super late to when I know, like, all the meat is gone. So I'd just be like, well, you know, let me just get food from what's left. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like, that was, that it was probably like my breaking moment where I'm like, Inkira, what are you doing? Like, why yeah. do you have to do, why, why do you have to go to this length? You know what I mean? Like, why can't you just be like, listen, I don't eat meat. Like, why is that so hard? I think it's, I think it's, <laughs> it's hard because it's like, you want to go and relax just like everybody I else. Do. But because you eat differently... Everybody is just there's this magnifying glass on you. It's this pressure. Now you gotta represent all of the vegetarians yeah, all across now, the world. Now it's like I can't just be I can't just congregate in fellowship with everybody. Now I gotta defend myself. Yep. You know? Yep. Triggered. Yeah. So I, I know, you know, and I'm not a vegetarian, I want to be, but there was a I went on I was a strict vegan for probably probably um was a year. Two thirds of a year. Oh, I thought you made it a whole year. I didn't make it the whole year because by Thanksgiving I had turkey. I'm hollering. But um, <laughs> but I started to so during that time when I would do it, I remember like get-togethers were just it was it was better just not even go. Which I know it was so I stressful. I to see my family and friends, but not- it was like to deal with the pressure of all that, and then like I'll, maybe I want to eat before I get there, but it's like I don't have time to eat, so now I gotta. I and mean, also, the food would smell good to me. I got. Yeah. I wanted. I would like to have. Some he said. Turkey. I would well, like. He said. I would, I would like, like that very much. Pizza. But I, I feel like if you would have indulged in it, then, or if you choose to do this again, if you feel that way, I feel that you should. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. your body is telling you, I would like some of that right now, then you could. I remember my baby brother and his uh, girlfriend. Um, for some point in time, I don't know if they still do this. I should ask them, but. Um, they do meatless Mondays. Okay. You know, on Mondays, they don't eat meat. You know what I mean? But every other day, they eat meat. That's fine. You know what I mean? That's just what... They do it together, and that's what they want to do. You, know, you speak to kind of segue into one thing I wanted to talk about today. Oh, was, cool. Like, the role that your partner plays in your change that you're trying to make. Lord. Like, what, Okay. speak to that a little bit. I'll speak to that. So, at the time when I... um. At the time when I decided to change my diet, I was in a relationship. Um, I was in a very serious, committed relationship um, with someone. Um, and that person ate meat. That person ate all kinds of meat. Wild game, um, alligator, um, kangaroo, anything. Shark meat. Like, seriously. Like, any type of meat that, like, anything. That person would, would eat it. You know what I mean? And, um... When I decided to uh, change my lifestyle, um, this is just me personally. I didn't decide to say, well, I'm not going to cook for this person anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, well, I'm just going to have to 
make two different meals. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm still, not be still being considerate. Of the I'm other definitely person. still going to be considerate of the other person because one, I don't believe in forcing another person to make that choice if that's not their choice that they want to make. Mm-hmm. I feel that a person's diet is a choice that they should make for themselves and they should make on their own. Mm-hmm. That's just my my opinion. It's almost like religion, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because in a way it is religion, you know what I mean? It's the fuel that you're putting in your body, you know what I mean, to house your soul. So what a person chooses to fill themselves with is their business. Yeah. It's not for me to tell you what you're doing is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that. You know what I mean? I feel like that's so much pressure to put on another person. And I don't like when people put the pressure on me about the choice that I I do. So why would I do that to another person? Yeah. Because I feel like my choice is quote unquote superior or whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't, I don't, I think that doing that is really, um, you almost like got your head in the sand if you do that mm-hmm. and you feel some sort of way about somebody saying something about you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, and I think kind of in some sort of way, that's my beef with religion. I mean, beef with um, veganism is because they're very like forceful. Yeah. Like I remember seeing like this story about people, vegans going in a grocery store and like blocking off all the meat. So, other people oh, couldn't wow. buy it. Like, they made, like, a human chain. I'm like, why are we doing this? Y'all don't get away from these ribs. <laughs> like, what is, what is this solving? That meat is dead already. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, I don't understand what you're so- Like, to me, like that, I feel like that is so extra and so uh-huh. under. I can't get with that energy. Like, I've never been a person for that. And if I'm with a person and that's what they eat, first of all, I love this person. So, yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to do what I would do for a person that I love. I'm going to prepare what they want to eat as I prepare what I want to eat. And when they make food, hopefully they feel the same way. They're going to prepare what I want to eat as they prepare what they want to eat. Mm-hmm. I just feel like you have to be, it, start, it starts with love. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you lead in love um, and not in control, it's very easy to... Um, have that type of situation yeah because i lived it um ultimately the guy that i was talking to at the time um he made his own decision that he didn't want to eat meat anymore Uh you know what i mean and um we're not together now and still now he doesn't eat meat yeah you know and he comes from a family to where they have wild game like dinners you know what i mean like they have all kinds of meat like i never I've never seen so many black people eat so many exotic animals in my life, but they was eating them. You know what I mean? And he would still go there and whatnot. And he had to go through the same motions and whatnot with his family as I did. And to this day, that same family that would do that, they make sure that he has food to eat. They make sure that he has something. You know what I mean? I, I, I just feel like it's a process. It's just a difficult one because I am a firm believer that African-American culture diet is a large part of it. It is, you know, gathering around food is like 80 percent of what we do. That's that's a cultural cultural celebration. That's what it is. Even when we have birthdays, we go to eat like that. It's just like second nature. Like we think where are we going to eat? Food is tied to everything. Yeah. You know, you were talking about when we talk about support, supporting your 
the person or someone supporting you while you're trying to make this change. I know in my experience, um, I felt the level of conviction as well because my son was born. Mm. Uh, and when he was born, I you know I talked about like what I was what it was like for me growing up where we really wasn't raised in a healthy environment in terms of the way we ate. Right. And so that was one of the things that I wanted to change with my kids. Right. And so I stumbled upon, um, well, I was shown in a way, but I learned a little bit about like vegetarianism and veganism and like eating a plant-based diet. Yes. And so I was like, okay, that's, I want to do this because I want to do this for my son. I want him to grow up healthy. I don't want him to deal with the same things I dealt with. Right. You know, and so um, it didn't necessarily work out in the long term. You know, I, I didn't necessarily have the level of support that I needed from my partner at the time. Uh-huh. And so, um, and I will say also that, you know, you talked about like not being forceful. I think there was times when I was forceful. Um, you were forceful about changing, like yeah, changing forceful, the person. But, you know, also... I think in the beginning it was more of a conversation, but you know she was not willing to to do that, and so it was like kind of a it was like a stalemate almost. But you know it's almost a challenging situation though. Mm-hmm. So if you're forceful, then obviously the def- defense is going to come up because mm-hmm. you have to understand. Like I was saying, um, our culture is heavily around food, yeah, it is. so it's almost like if you've been doing this your whole life, and this is how like. You, you you eat these foods and it makes you think of grandma and it makes yeah. you think of family and then somebody's coming in and we're like we're going to take these foods away from you and we're not going to let you put these foods with your children then you don't know that person could be, possibly be like no I want my child to have the same feelings that I had yeah. with grandma whatever the case may be mm-hmm. so that's why I don't believe that forceful nature ever works you also it, have to, I think you also have to communicate that yeah you like definitely if you do commu- if you don't communicate and you just kind of shut you shut it down I think that was something that like it's not a therapy session uh-huh <laughs> this is something I dealt with like I think trying to communicate what, yeah what the goals that I wanted absolutely and not being not you know um at the time not really being heard yeah it was almost like okay well if you don't want to make the change if you don't even want to listen to what I'm trying to present here. Yeah. Then it's like okay, well, let me just do what I'm going to do. Right. And so then it became a forceful situation, but didn't necessarily start that way. But I do agree with you that when you do force someone to do something, defenses do go up. Yeah. You know, and it and it makes it very hard to to get that support. You know that you're looking for. So is um, a difference in diet after having that situation. Um, a deal breaker if you are dating someone? Hmm. Well. Or do you think that it should be for our listeners? I think that you should do some self-reflection on what you want in your life. Um, I will say that in dating, like I would like to find someone who is a vegetarian or vegan. Don't necessarily have to be 100%, but at least somebody who is already on that way because that's where I want to go. Right. You know. So you almost feel like that you should um, know where you want to go so that way as you're searching you can find somebody that is comparable or yeah. at least interested in going on at that way. At least that someone path. who's on who's running the same race. Or interested in starting that race. Yeah. Because like, they may be like you also. Mm-hmm. 
and they may not have become vegetarian yet, but they may that may be their desire as well. Uh-huh. And you both can start. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So exactly. So, um, so yeah, I, I think for me, if I were to give any advice to other people out there, I think you have to do some self reflection and figuring out what is it that you want, where do you want to be, um, and then finding someone who aligns with that to a certain degree. Obviously, everybody's going to be different. You know, you might find somebody that there's like, look, I don't want to make that change at all. And I like eating whatever I want to eat. And that's fine. But, you know, you have to be able to look at yourself and say, okay, is that okay with me? Right. Is that something that is this going to hinder me from getting to where I want to get to? Or is this will this help me? Yeah. You know, and so you have to ask yourself that question when you're finding when you're finding someone or you find a mate. Like there's more than just like, I like you, you're cute or you are attractive or you're nice to me. It's, it's a lot about what that person brings to the table and how that's going to affect your life. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think me being older and um, just um, my choosing process is a lot different. Okay. And so, like, when it comes to um, and the goals that I have for myself mm-hmm. um, and just looking at family history, all those things tied into one. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of that plays in part of my diet and like why I made the decision that I, and I feel like that together and me make going through those thought processes in my mind, help me come to a good, a conviction because, you know, um, I know my family's not the only family, but my family does have, um, its share of, um, preexisting health conditions or, um, diet based health conditions or what I mean by diet-based um, health uh, issues, um, issues that can be corrected depending on the diet that you use. And so with that being said, um, I would love to have a family of my own one day, and I would love for them to be healthy. You know what I mean? But I know that that starts from the my own example. So, um, and I know that that example um for me, I feel like that example starts now. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it's easier for me now to fail fail without eyes looking at me now. It's easy for me. Like I'm I'm blessed with that opportunity now because I don't have children. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can plan and do what I need to do now before I have um the addition of children or spouse or anything like that to where now there's how, what I want and what those people want. You know what I mean? I need to solidify self. So that's where, what, what I did, you know what I mean? This is who I am and this is what I want. And this is why I'm choosing these diet situations or whatnot for health reasons, for um, all those types of things. So does this play a role in a person you would look for? Like a person you might date? It does and it doesn't. Okay. Um, for me, um, you can eat. I, I'll date you if you eat meat. I won't date you if you um, have no regard for any sort. Like if you don't have a diet, I won't date you. Now, a diet is just a regimen. You know what I mean? Like if you don't have any sort of regimen about yourself, then I can't. You know, because... A person with a diet, I can, I can, I can do, you know what I mean? Um, because I'm thinking longevity wise, if I am going to get, uh, be with you, 
then eventually at some point in time, we're probably going to share meals together. You know what I mean? And I might have to prepare food for you. Yeah. I don't want you to be all over the place. You know what I mean? And just, or just no discipline whatsoever, or you feel some sort of way because I'm very, you want someone to have some structure in their life. Yeah, because that's how I am. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily the type of food as much as it is the structure that, um, gotcha. Okay with, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. So, um, I got one question. This is kind of a fun question. Yay! And you all can answer this out there for yourselves. Um, it's not a journal prompt, but it can be. So, if you were a vegan or vegetarian dish, what would you be? Oh man, e- Ooh, I got so many. I like. This is who you are. So I'm trying to. Let's watch. What dish would you be? Me as a person. Which dish would I be? I would be a gym. I would be a jackfruit Mexican quinoa bowl. That's what I would be. A Mexican jackfruit quinoa bowl. Yeah. Why? Because I feel like it's just it's all it's a little bit of everything from all over the world. You know what I mean? So like you have your quinoa, you know, that's like Mediterranean, um, Middle Eastern. And then you have, you know, your jackfruit. That's very Caribbean. And you have the beans and, you know, that's very Mexican and ish. And you got your corn. That's from here native you know so but it's like a little bit of everything why would that be me i feel like i'm not just one thing i feel like there's so many different facets and so many different parts of me so that's what i would choose Hmm. okay and i'm delicious because that's very delicious i don't know nothing about that but i'm gonna take your word jackfruit (laughs) is okay jackfruit is can be prepared in multiple different ways um a lot of people uh, prepare it. Um, it's actually sweet. I've had it before. But uh, okay, so you know what it is. I'll have yeah, to explain it, was it to disgusting. you. I didn't want it. Well, how did you have it? So I was at Sue Hard Market one day. Oh, here we went and wrong. I just stumbled upon this big old fruit. I was like, "What the hell is that?" It scared me actually how big it was. Yeah, I guess the little bumps on it's, it. It was. It looked like an alien. It looked like, like something if you pour water on it, it it's gonna turn into like a gremlin or something. Um, That's what it looked like. Hollering. So I bought it. It was like $20. I was like, okay, I'm going to buy this. See what it is. So I brought it home, cut it open, had all these different fruit in the pods. I filled it up like two huge bowls of the fruit inside. Uh-huh. And so I didn't really know how to prepare it. So I kind of ate it as like a regular fruit. That's probably why you don't like it. it so it, a lot of people. The taste was just so strong. Yeah, a lot of people don't like jackfruit in that way. So what they do to cook with jackfruit is this. You take the jackfruit and jackfruit takes on the um flavor of whatever you season it with like tofu yes but better okay because it it has more what, of a consistent kind of it has more of a consistency of like a pulled pork or pulled chicken okay so what they would do is you would take it and you would marinate it in like barbecue or or jerk seasoning oh. or anything like that and then that. you would cook it up fry it kind of like chicken or so you can do fried jackfruit and it tastes like fried absolutely chicken. Absolutely. If Lulu's eatery ever opens up, go there. Okay. Well, anybody that's vegetarian or vegan that wants to prepare that and let me try, I would love to. I I'll have to, to make some that. for you someday. That would be cool. 
Because I'm, I'm open to it if somebody else makes it. I don't know how to do that myself. But yeah. Wow. I think I think it's kind of similar with a lot of things because I think a lot of vegan vegetarian dishes require a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a, that's a theme there. But for me, I think if I was one, it would be a... I would probably be a vegetable lasagna. Oh, vegetable lasagna. Oh, my God. And I, th- I would say that because when you, know, you, when you know got a good vegetable lasagna, ooh. you never going to guess. Okay, do you know United? No. Okay. Airline? No, the store. United on um Del Mar. Never heard of it. The Asian market. Never heard of it. Okay, you know where. I mean, I know where it's at, but I never heard of the place. Well, if you go to the Asian market on Del Mar, it's right across from um, Mission Taco on Del Mar. Um, before you get to Peacock, wherever that is, little place, um, they have a vegetable lasagna. Fire. Banging. Really? So, I, like with, with vegetable lasagna, I feel like when and you look at it, it looks very classic. It looks like something you're familiar with. And I feel like when people look at me, they, they see something that they feel is familiar, but yet when they, when they, uh, when they partake in me, <laughs> they realize oh this is not the same and so that's what I would say that's me. good that's good and uh, bonus cauliflower uh, cauliflower uh, bites never had that before buffalo cauliflower bites never had it I don't I don't know about that one that one's I'm kind of like yeah I can eh. go on and on about food yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm we not eat there food. Yet. We yeah, we eat food. I promise, we still eat food. I mean, I don't know. I like my hot wings, but it's. I don't know. I'll try baby. it. I'll try it. I'm not gonna guarantee that. That's I'm gonna have. Be I'm have a, listen. Course. I'm gonna have a Friendsgiving next year. And you should. I, I would love to go to a party where it's all vegan dishes and just try stuff. Maybe, but I'll have something before Friendsgiving. I'll have like a. Um, I'll have like a game night at my house okay. and make some food. Cool. I'm not going to tell you what's in nothing. Don't. Don't tell me. I would love to just try it and see what happens. Now, I'm all about texture. So if, it, if the texture. I'm about right. texture, too. This is yeah. why I don't eat diet cheese. I'm not. And I'm about taste. If it uh, tastes nasty, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about this stuff today. Vegetarianism and veganism in the black community. Yes. You know, um. I, we would love to get you all's feedback on this topic or maybe some questions that you have or some tips that you can share. You can you can find them on our Facebook page, the Self Love Society. Um, yeah, post some things, say some things. You know, we, we would love to hear. So, you got your affirmations for this week? Of course I do. What do you got this week? So, today's affirmations are, I fuel myself for my health. I fuel myself for my health. Okay. I fuel myself for my health. Okay. Next affirmation is change is a choice I made for my growth. Ooh, I like that. Change is a choice I made. For my growth. Change is a choice I made for my growth. All right. And 
one. The last one the is trifecta. Uh, you know I got to you know mm-hmm. I got to hit you with the three every time I do it. The okay. three P. Okay. I am excited to discover the different aspects of myself. I am excited to discover the different aspects of myself. I am excited to discover the different aspects of myself. Wow, those are some really good ones. And those are the affirmations for this week. Can you talk to like about how people can like some strategies that you can use with these affirmations? Like Yes. How do yes. how do people how can people use these in their everyday life? So there's um, some functional ways they can use it. Best way to use affirmations in my opinion are when you rise and when you fall. Okay. So what do I mean by that? So when you wake up in the morning, um, and you I don't know, each person's routine is different, mm-hmm. but find um Three to five minutes in the in the morning um, to uh, recite your affirmations. Recycle. What you know, you can have a page of affirmations for yourselves or whatever. You can do that. Um, some people like to write affirmations on their sticky notes and put them on their mirror, kind of like yeah. being Mary Jane did on on. Yeah, shout out to uh, Gabrielle Union and yeah, the podcast. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's a good way to do it and. Repeat that same practice before you fall, like as you fall. So before you go to sleep, okay. you repeat that same practice. So that's you um, reaffirming to yourself. You affirm your affirm it to yourself at the beginning of your day before you have mm-hmm. communed with anyone else, before you talk to anyone else, before anyone else has a- been able to input their affirmations upon you. Um, you've you have um, made deposits into your own self because mm-hmm. people do that. You know, people tell you. What you are, you know what I mean? Yeah. All, most, a lot of affirmations are self-proclaiming. So like this one, I feel myself for my health or I am excited to discover the different aspects of myself or uh-huh. change is a choice I made for my growth. Uh-huh. They're self-affirming. So this is about me. This right. isn't about what I want. This isn't about what I hope for others. This yeah. is about me. This is me depositing into myself yeah. because... You can go into the world and people may have opinions and things that they want to say about you or perceptions that they want to put on you from what they perceive about you that may not be accurate. Mm -hmm. They can look at you and be like, well, Tony's not a good guy because he doesn't really speak much. He just looks at me. And that's (laughs) not true at all. You know what I mean? But that's my perception. You know, it's not really my perception guys, but that's my perception. And so if I say that to you and I don't have anything in my bank, that's telling me, no, that's not who I am at all. Then I have, it's difficult to combat that when those two ideas come together, you have something that can fight against that idea, but there's nothing in there. Then that idea will come in and consume who you are, and now you're you you're having these thoughts about yourself yeah. that you don't know where they came from yeah. and why you have these thoughts. So that's my reason. That's one of the main reasons why I advocate and push towards um, encouraging people um, that I work with to utilize affirmations daily mm-hmm. and on a daily basis. I've definitely used notes. That helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. When like I will put a note like 
in my mirror in my bathroom i put a note on my steering wheel so as soon as i get in my car the message is right there like something that just something i can't avoid that Absolutely. i see it all the time you know that's really good another another way if you guys are not a person to where you like like i'm i'm a person at the first part of my day i don't like to talk you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time in I'm meditation at the beginning of my day. So I don't speak. Um, I try not to speak for the first hour that I'm awake. Um, that I use that as meditative space. It may not be full-fledged, uh, fluid meditation, but I do try to be as silent as I possibly can just to, you know, um, receive proper downloads and process my day and where I am, you know what I mean? Um, so um, a, another tool that you can use is there's an app. It's called Think Up. Um, you can get it on Android or iPhone. Think Up. Think Up, one word. And um, when you go into the store, Play Store or Apple Store, um, it is a yellow, I mean, an orange icon with a white plant on it. Looks like this. And okay. And um, what is awesome about this app is it gives you the ability to record yourself saying affirmations and oh, it, and okay. you can play your affirmations back with um, sound behind it. So there's like background sounds like this. And then as you talking and then and then. The affirmations will come in. <laughs> so if you don't want to talk. You can you can you can plan. I'm a planner, y'all. Yeah. You can plan in advance, <laughs> and you can listen I don't know to why that. that was so funny to me. But that's like true. A, that's that's. Listen, I'm like, giving y'all like the intro to a movie. Or listen, something. I'm giving y'all some my narrator personal what I personally. That's cool. Use. Or like if you're throughout the day, you know what I mean. If you have something like that, you can if you, say you're out and you're in a stressful situation, you can throw your headphones on, and listen to something like that, and you can getting those affirmations into you without saying them maybe you feel weird about talking out loud and saying these things but once as you you hear these things in your voice it becomes more real to you gotcha so gotcha okay those are good i like that um so this week's journal prompt um is um you know as i've talked to a lot of people um over the last few months like i realized that a lot of people are looking to to gain a title or position in their life, whether mm. it's in career, whether it's in relationship, whether it's um, personal, everyone yeah. is, is vying for this position in their life. And so the question for this week is what is the title or position that you are seeking and what does it mean to you? So I'm going to say it again. What is Ooh. the title or position that you are seeking and what does it mean to you? I want, you, Lord. I want you all to really dive into that and really. I'm sorry, you gotta say that again. I'm getting nervous about answering this, this okay. next week. So, okay, what is the title or position that you are currently seeking? Currently, okay. And what does it mean to you? <laughs> it's gonna get real next week. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I need to think about think about it myself, actually. But yeah, I, I think that is a really good. Uh, question to just kind of do some self-reflection some time to really have time with yourself to figure out what is it that's going on with you 
and why you're doing what you're doing. I think that is a freaking amazing. And if you're doing what you're doing, like you're doing the right things to get to where you're trying to go. Right. It, it yeah. help you course correct if you're yeah. off. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. So, so we have, we are pretty much at the end, guys. We yes. thank you all for joining us today. Thank you so, um, so, so much. Yes, this has been a great podcast. I really enjoyed talking with you about this subject, especially. Yes. I know that this is your thing and this is something that I want to get to. So, I know there are a lot of people out there who are wanting to make that switch. And yes, so yes, yes. I hope yes. that you all found some important information and helpful information and, as you all are. And if you are making that switch and you want us to talk about this topic again, please feel free to reach out. Reach. You can always hit us up on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube. Check us out and um, let us know. Be like, hey, I'm having issues with this or uh, give us some more tips about that. We have no problem with um, talking about what you guys want to talk yeah. about. We are here as a group. This is a group thing. This isn't just the Inkiru and Tony show. Yeah. We, you know, we would always we always would love you all's feedback absolutely your critique you know if you all have a subject that you want us to talk about you know please send it up send it over to us and we'll gladly talk about it absolutely otherwise we're just gonna talk about random stuff yep so <laughs> like how jeezy was the best yes. bam oh man you know I, jeezy was the best to me so i say i identify more with jeezy than i did with gucci but i still like them both <laughs> so I ain't um, forgot that you wore that snowman hey, shirt. I might have to find it somewhere. I ain't forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. Well, you all have a great week. Yes. Uh, we'll see you all next week. I am Tony Gillen, licensed professional counselor. And, and I am Inkiru, the love guru. And we are the Self Love Society. You all have a great one. Bye. Bye-bye.